prospective listeners and viewers, uh, we are your favorite co-hosts. I am Martina, and this is Lissette. Uh, and yes, welcome to our podcast, or if you're uh, viewing us on YouTube, which we hope you are, welcome to our channel. You can do both if you'd like. Um, that will really help us out, and we appreciate and um, would love that from you all. But yeah, welcome to uh, another episode of just us having a conversation yes. around what we normally talk about, you know? And, you know, we've had some guests on, as you all know. I, th- uh, I can't remember where some of our guest videos are in this lineup, as you may all be watching this video. But we, you know, we always like to sometimes just take it back to us two talking, because that's what we do best. We, you know, we can talk for hours. Literally, uh, we were gonna try to get another episode in, and we just spent like a lot of time talking about other stuff and realized like, we need to record. Yes, we so, <laughs> We were like, let's get down and put these, uh, all this uh, stuff on our video. That's what, that's just what we do. So today, you know, really we were like, okay, what can we talk about? So much to talk about. We were like gentrification. And all people are like, okay, gentrification, that's very broad. There are a lot of different types of gentrification. But as everyone knows, we are avid TikTok watchers, our consumers. We are avid consumers of of the TikTok. And uh, on both of our TikToks, we, you know, been seeing about how uh, Americans have been flocking to countries like Mexico. I think Mexico in particular, uh, at least what we've seen. Uh, I think let's say you mentioned maybe because they're getting like I don't know if they're getting tax. Well, I don't know if it's tax cuts, but no, I think it's I think Puerto Rico is the one where I saw that there's some tax breaks. Some, there's some benefits. Into there's, a, there's a benefit okay so basically benefit. americans are moving from america to america they, america with like puerto rico okay um and we just really want to get into this because i think yeah we'll probably touch on puerto rico absolutely too but in mexico we have you know i think uh, you know just so much has changed with covid we yeah. got people that you know a lot of us don't have to physically be in an office anymore people you know uh, are moving to different countries and some of their organizations are fine with that uh, but even you know people people that are retiring or vacationing whatever too gentrification is obviously an issue with that but in particular uh, Americans that are moving to Mexico and just down there just talking shit and just not realizing yeah. the era of their ways and the consequences that this is having on on the communities of, of Mexico so let's say I'll let you you know let's get into it Let's get into it. Uh, you know, if you know Chicago, are from Chicago, or have lived in Chicago, uh, you know, gentrification is something that we've seen and know and kind of understand in, in Chicago and the communities that have been impacted uh, and are continually to be impacted today uh, around gentrification and, and what it means and, and how quickly it can really drive up the cost of living in a community it can force people to have to, you know, move out from communities they've been living in for generations sometimes and they've you know never been anywhere else, but they just can't afford staying there, whether it's because they're renting, whether because their property taxes are just skyrocketing. Um and when I was when I saw sort of some TikToks, that's always where it begins, um, around what was happening in Mexico. I quickly went and just started kind of looking for articles or anything 
uh, you know, YouTube videos of people kind of sharing. And, you know, and it's, it's something that I saw videos of people talking about our articles from like, you know, like four years ago, right? Like that this was something that was starting to really gain traction, but it was more on like the touristy parts of Mexico where people were moving and wanting to, to live there. Um, and now you're starting to see more of like Mexico City and people moving there. And uh, I watched uh, just a quick snippet of uh, a video, I think it was, um, from a couple of months ago, I can't remember if it was CNN or one of the the larger mm -hmm. uh, news channels, um, where they were like talking to you know people that live in in Mexico City and were asking you know questions about what's the impact and you know people that are living there or have restaurants there uh, and things like that and they're and one of the the individuals that they interviewed was this woman and she was saying you know I appreciate the business that it brings and you know the money that it it's bringing mm -hmm. but you know it also has like this negative impact right you're you're raising again you're raising the cost of living we can't afford to live there yep. I believe this woman had to actually give up the place that she had her business in because she could no longer pay the rent where the business was at so she had to go somewhere else where she could you know afford it and I think that's what gets me from you know America you know Americans moving there because it's like you you don't understand what you're doing to to that to those communities to those cities to those individuals and those people that live there because you're getting paid in dollars your dollar goes so much more right? It's worth so much, you know, and obviously people that are, that, that own, you know, whatever apartments or anything housing there, and they see you coming in and you're paying, you know, uh, you're able to pay much more than the people that actually live in, in those areas, of course, they're going to prefer your money over, yeah. like, you know, that's it's capitalism. That's like, capitalism for, yep. Yeah. I'm like, it's everywhere. Like you just, you know, mm -hmm. you're just trying to make, you know, money and, and you have the conversation, well, do you fault the business? Like, oh, whatever. Like, but it just, it's unfortunate because then you hear stories. Like I know I've seen a few videos of people being like, oh, you know, why don't you speak English? Like, it's like, you are in their country. You are somebody else's country. <laughs> like, why do they need to speak? you learn the language you learn the language yes and i think that's the that is unfortunately the mentality of a lot of americans not just white americans oh, just, yeah. this is this is where i blanket and i'll include myself because there's moments where i find myself being that american <laughs> you know and i'm like and i have to like all right you gotta check yourself you gotta check you know look at your privilege like all these things because, at least you recognize it and i do too you know, we recognize it yeah, you know, and it, it takes, a, you know, and for the most part, a lot of white Americans don't always recognize it until somebody else points it out. And sometimes they recognize it even, and sometimes they don't, even when you point it out. And I think that's the, my issue with, you know, Americans moving to places like, like Mexico or moving to places like Puerto Rico, whose economy is already, you know, you know, stretched thin, you know, who, you know, who are just, you know, one incident away. And, you know, as we're filming this, you know, Hurricane Fiona just went through 
uh, Puerto Rico and we're seeing sort of the devastation and the people that moved there that were Americans, white, primarily white Americans, mm-hmm. they get to leave. Yeah. They get to just up and, and leave and be like, oh, I'll come back when everything is fine or have the privilege of like being like, oh, like when is the power going to come back? Or like, yeah. Or they can easily rebuild or they can get their things fixed quicker because they do have the resources. You know, and I think, and then I, and for us to not recognize our own privilege and just be like, like, well, this is how it should be. And who cares? Like, I don't, you know, mm-hmm. my money, it's what I'm going to do. I can afford it. But, you know, it goes back to something, you know, are we really that ignorant or that, you know, selfish that we would just be like, it's my needs above those whose country I'm choosing to be here and I should respect and sort of honor or be mindful of what's happening around me and I was like and honestly why are you leaving the U.S. why don't you just stay and fix the U.S. like how about we have that conversation around gentrification like why do why does gentrification have to exist when it's a matter of standing particularly standing with you know black and brown communities and being like hey we can change things we can make things better for everyone and we can have a better living experience here in the United States where we aren't being driven out to be like, oh, I'm going to move to Mexico because you know what? My dollar just goes way more out there. Yeah, let me just do that. I was like, and that's easy. It's, it's easy. Like we all, we all want the easy way out. We all wish to just win the lottery and make all of our debts go away. Amen. And do that, which, you know, fingers crossed, maybe. <laughs> but you know but it's really just to me mind-boggling sometimes when I see people who have moved to whether it's Mexico or any other country and have this expectation of it's going to be just the way that I'm used to living and it's going to be like you have to cater to me I don't have to respect your traditions or, or whatever. I think that's that's just really just insensitive and just really not something that should be happening or that we should expect, you know, for some other country to be like, yeah, let's tailor everything. Let's cater for you. You're American. Yay, you're here. You're saving us. Yeah, some countries do tailor more to Americans. Oh, oh yes. In, in this situation. That's what we're that's what we're seeing. Yeah. I just there's just so much here like to unpack. And I think, you know, first of all, Americans, most of Americans are assholes. Um is who, yeah, who are you, you know, like you said, we I think we all are a little selfish and assholey every now and then. But how can you not when it's been you're so you're socialized. If I say like that is how that is how Americans function most of the time. Americans think you know they're better than everybody else. Oh, we the wealthiest country. Not really. See, just see, if we developed this country, why we have all these people that are in debt from student loans? I know that's a different conversation too. But you're supposed to be so wealthy, mm-hmm. and I get and you know, and maybe that's why because you got all these people that owe all these universities or old. Oh, the federal government, the state government, thousands of millions of dollars back, maybe, maybe so, I don't know. But I'm like, 
how are you really going to be prosperous when uh, millions of people in your country can't even afford to go to school and you don't give free education because you think yeah. uh, it's a right and not a privilege? But I digress. We ain't talking about that. Anyway. We could. We could. And so I think, you know, Americans, of course, take that, that, that ideology yeah. with them when they travel to most places, which again, why most, most countries, they really hate to see us coming. They might want to see us coming for that money, but mm-hmm. they really hate to see us coming because we just have an attitude. We have a stink about us. And again, how are you going to go to somebody else's country and say, why don't you speak English? That is so rude and disrespectful. That's just like going to somebody's house and being, I don't know, and be like, oh, this house is really small. I don't know. That was that was a that was a weird comparison, but people know what I'm trying to say. It's no, I get you. No, I get, it's, it's awful. Yeah, like you you're in it's like you're insulting them. You're insulting people. Like they don't have to speak your fucking language. You're coming oh. to their country, you know? And you know, if you want to build a life there for yourself, your family, whatever, you need to abide by the rules and the customs that the people there have. And they speak a certain language. So even if you don't speak that language, you shouldn't be over there being, you know, why don't you speak this language? You at least try to learn some basic greetings or basic mm-hmm. exchanges. But I think, yeah, so that does follow follow into gentrification. And, you know, you're right. I, you know, Americans are going to countries like Mexico and they're bringing the U.S. dollar, which is worth, I don't know how much more than what pesos are in in Mexico, but it is worth more. And you're coming there. I mean, it's essentially the same thing that's happening here. We have more, not even wealthy people, just people who have a little bit more money sometimes coming to a neighborhood. This time they're going to a country and wanting to buy property there. And the people who live there, what happens? They get kicked out or they're being forced to move. Or you mentioned this woman who had to shut down her restaurant because she can't afford rent. And this is just a cycle that keeps happening. And to me, it seems like, okay, there's nothing wrong with people wanting to move into a neighborhood, but you need to move into that neighborhood and understand, again, the customs and the people that are there. And instead of blaming things on the people who are naturally from that place, why don't they just increase salaries? They don't want to do that. Why don't they increase, in, increase the hourly wage? They don't want to do that either. They don't want to do that either. You know, And this is why I think there's, there's so much animosity around that word gentrification mm-hmm with new people coming in and old people there because new people oftentimes don't respect the way that things are done or they come there thinking they're better and the people there are like listen you can come live here maybe not they don't even want you i think most of the time that's the thing because people they again they hear that word gentrification or, or they think gentrification and oftentimes it does have a negative meaning um and it's just really sad that instead of increasing someone's salary, increasing their hourly wage, the families just have to move away or someone has to sell their restaurant or whatever, or they're being bought out because they can't afford to even keep their restaurant there or whatever, uh, keep their business there. And you know, for many people in in their communities, they've been there for generations. You know, they have family there. Um, they have friends there. They may have church there. You know, that's where they know people. That's where they have grown up. That's where their family has made roots. And of course, uh, uh, we sit here in Chicago where they just can't afford to live there anymore. And it's just, 
it's awful. And but the thing is, it keeps happening and nobody's changing it. And when I say nobody, the powers that be, so they said we got people want to go up to space and go fuck some up there instead of trying to make things right here. That to me is so mind boggling. I guess because, you know, I don't, I don't have that type of money. Um, I don't understand that type of thinking to be, to me, you know, again, I, this goes back to selfishness, but to me, if I had that sort of money, especially billions of dollars, you are never going to spend that amount of money in your life. Yeah. Even your uh, heirs probably will never spend that money in their lifetimes, if you if you decide to leave them your uh, leave them your fortune, and it's to me, it's like you can't take this money with you. You can't take it with you. That's why I do admire those individuals who are into a philanthropy, and not just into philanthropy. They're literally like trying to spend their money yeah. away, doing volunteer work, donating because they're like, listen, when I'm dead, I'm dead. Yeah. I can't take this with me. So I might as well try to benefit and help people while I can. And I have the means. I have the resources to be able to help other people. And to me, it's again, like, I just think people always leave one place and thinking they leave this place and go to another place. And you're just bringing all of this with you there. You, you're not making anything better. So when I hear people say they can go to space, go to space for what? Well, so you can go fuck that up too? America's it's already fucked up. Space and the earth is fucked up. Wait, what? Space <laughs> don't need you. Space don't need you. Okay? And it's just like, to me, that's just so frustrating because, and it's just like people, especially those with money, just, yeah. okay, well, we don't like what's happening here. Like, well, we, we just gotta go somewhere else and fuck that up too. And the thing is, they're, they're allowed to do it. They're allowed to do it. We don't tax the wealthy like oh. we should. Instead, we tax the everyday person, mm. tax the hell out of them. And this thing again, I think it was Elon Musk. Yeah, I'm saying his name. I don't, I think it was shit. It might've been on Twitter since he's uh, in the process of buying Twitter. I can't remember. It probably was a few months ago, maybe last year. I think he was on there bitching about something about having to pay millions of dollars in taxes. Honey, you're the wealthiest man in the world. Yeah. So what if you had to pay a billion dollars in taxes? You're going to make that money back over again. I'm gonna just drink some soda. Oh well, sparkling water. Sparkling water. No. Oh my god. You. I was just like yes, yes to everything because it's so true. You know, it seems like we're on a tangent, but we're not because all of this goes into gentrification. This entitlement mm-hmm. of like, you know, yes, I. I'm not saying you can't move into a community. If you want to move, if you're in Chicago, you want to move into Englewood, look, what it means, you, 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 free country, you get to do whatever you want. But you can't come in and expect that community to change for you. And you just can't expect, you know, traditions to be done away with like things, you know, you just have to respect what's there. And I think that's what we're trying to get to is like, let's respect the communities that have been there. I mean, and I think obviously it goes back to how this country was started. Mm-hmm. The people that came here did not respect the people and traditions and the languages and everything that was already existing and thriving without in the Americas. Because let's, let's be truthful, it's the Americas from the South to the North. To the North, from top to bottom. 
they were thriving they were fine they were you know they had their culture they had their languages they had their music they had traditions they had ways of farming and agriculture like all these things um and here you come thinking my way is better we have manifest destiny god sent us blah 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 all these things um and it's the same mentality and unfortunately it has seeped into all of our mentalities one way or another because we all at some point exhibit it and be like like i'm like well you know this this service is trash i can't believe it i was like even that expectation yeah, of like, yeah like even that like those little things that you just wouldn't think is part of the long history that is the United States of America. And now you're taking this same mentality and the same idea of colonizing into, into countries that already were colonized. Already colonized. They've been colonized once. They got their independence. They don't need you coming back and trying to do the same thing again. And the same thing of like, you know, here in Chicago, white individuals coming into communities of color particularly because a oh it's a shorter commute to work mm -hmm. if I go into East Garfield Park if I go to Pilsen and I live there um and it's not just white I mean I can be a gentrifier as well yeah <laughs> you know I go because like and that's and that's the thing that we all have as I believe we all have to take accountability of the actions and how we're moving into other people's spaces and how we operate in those spaces and what we do and what you know what we really want to represent i'm like i don't think um mexico wants to completely be like oh nobody can move here like we don't yeah want nobody's it. saying that no i was like but it's more of like if you're gonna move here then you how about you respect and honor the spaces that you're in respect the people that are there but also don't all come like at once like you, why why do you i'm like again i go back to if you're leaving because you think the united states is going to the trash which i know martina is it's 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 a hell in a handbasket i was like i couldn't remember what you say in the south so that's what we say down there i said to people and people people just shake their head at me i'm like it's true i'm telling you you know but but then what what who is then trying to stop it from going that way how can we work to ensure that we don't we don't have to leave and go mess up uh a country that we already messed up these countries that people are moving to the United States has done some very ugly, shady, underhanded, you know, things and have done things in covert ways in, you know, Central and South America. Well, they probably still are. I don't, yeah. th I don't think it's a thing of the past. <laughs> I think you're right. I think you're right. We can't, all, we can't talk about is it was in the past. I think it's still really happening. And it's like, no, like, we have to recognize, like, these countries they need us to just stay away <laughs> like because people are like well why doesn't you know the Me mexican government do anything 
because we have trashed these systems, the United States and other powers, Western powers have trashed their systems, have made it into this idea that, you know, white supremacy and these capitalistic and colonial patriarchal mindsets have taken hold in so many of our countries, you know, Latin American countries. And it's like, the US played such a huge role and these colonizers played such a huge role that they're still feeling the impact and they're trying to decolonize all these things. They're trying to like, but yeah, it takes time. It takes time to do away with corruption. I was like, talk about corruption, Chicago and Illinois, more, one of the most corruptive states and even cities. And it's like, it's gonna take ages to come you know, through on the other side because of all the things that, pe that people in power did beforehand. The same way with any other country that has been impacted. And it's just, it's unfortunate that now they have to deal with Americans coming in and in Mexico actually the dollar is worth 20 pesos. Mm, okay. so imagine you you go with two hundred dollars and you you know I know you can boy you you got a good amount of money you go with a thousand dollars shoot a thousand dollars you down there on a shopping spree you go thousand dollars here is gone thousand dollars here is gone shit in a few hours if that <laughs> So it's really like, I don't know. I, I don't know if it's because obviously my parents are Mexican and I've seen sort of mm -hmm. their struggle and they've heard, you know, and it's like, man, are we, are we as Americans really that selfish and that ignorant and that sort of like mentality of like, well, if I can do it, I'm just going to do it. I'm just going to move out there and, yes. you know, and forget everybody, uh, you know, and they don't, they, they should speak my language. Yes. But they are. I mean, we. Girl, I know. I just hate. We got listen. We got teachers out here, paying to get school supply for their students, paying for food for their students. That's that's not a part of their job description. No, that's not. That's what. That's not what they went to school for. That's why they're quitting. That is why they quit because they're tired. They've been doing this for the longest time, and it's a shame. Yeah. We have coaches that play in. Ivy League schools and don't even get started on professional sports that make more than college professors do. And these people have multiple degrees, you know? So it's, it's really interesting what we value here. And people want to talk, you know, so much about, you know, saving kids and doing all that. Well, obviously you can't care or else you care for the kids that are in certain neighborhoods and you ain't caring about the other ones. That's, that's obviously it too. I mean, we got people who are homeless. We got tents all over Chicago of people yeah. that ain't got no place to go. And people have, you know, snappy things they want to say about it. But what are you doing to make a difference? You know, and I ain't talking about, you know. It ain't I my problem. Exactly. It's not my problem. I know people feel like, well, I don't know what to do. None of us know what to do. Even like, you know, but this is why we got all these great people to try to figure out what to do. These are really hard. Like you said, these things not happening overnight. Like we didn't get to these spots overnight. So these things are not going to change overnight. But if we keep going the way we're going, if we keep not looking up because we just, we just got blinders on or we have the rose colored glasses and just pretend like, well, if we don't acknowledge it again, any sort of accountability, 
it's not really happening, especially if it's not impacting you. Listen, there are plenty of things that may not be impacting me, but I care about other people. Yeah. And I think, you know, that's the part of it too. People just, again, I don't know if people, if they just don't care or they literally just don't know what to do. And so they just keep on going about life, just acting like nothing's happening and everything is peachy keen. Um, and it's just like, but that's not the way it is. Like, I'm not trying to say, you know, woe is me and doom and gloom all over the time. But, you know, we keep, we keep having these same problems and we keep talking about these same yeah. things over and over again. And there's so many ways to improve it. So many ways that we could be improving society as a whole. Because um, to me, gentrification, I was thinking, that's like modern day colonization. Because when you yeah. say colonization, it really, really made me thought about that. Literally. It really um, is. It is. That's such a good point on that. Yeah. It's, it's modern day colonization. Um, and, you know, for people, I think, you know, for, for people who may be of color who are going to these countries that, you know, going to Mexico and behaving this way, you should know how it feels. You know how it feels to be different, to, you know, have maybe have someone come into your neighborhood or maybe, you know, affect the color of your skin, the hair on your head, whatever it is. You know how it is. Um, and, that to me says, you know, that's, that's also very interesting because it's just like, I don't know. It's sometimes people that are oppressed continue to oppress other people. Um, Cause that's just, again, that's just a cycle in itself as well. And, you know, some people think, you know, they get up and get on and make a little money. They think they're better than everybody, which I think is also a thing too. But all of us have to leave this earth. We can't take this stuff with us. Um, but while we're here, we should at least try to help each other. And I just think, you know, I, 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 again, I think it's great we got, you know, philanthropy and all this, but honey, it is not enough. <laughs> it is not enough again. We shouldn't be having kids who can't afford school supply. Like women still out here get charged for buying tampons and pads. Why are women having to pay for that? That's ridiculous. Again, why is education something in this country that a it's it wants to be valued so much education but then people can't even go to school and it's like oh you can go just take out a loan you don't have a 20 year old take out a loan they don't even know maybe how to balance a checkbook or hell nowadays we don't even have checkbooks but you know even have a little app on your phone how long it can take for someone to find a job and you know, I just, I don't know. This is like so many things. Again, it's a lot of things that's real fucked up <laughs> with this country. And I, a lot of those things, I think people take it with them to other places. Don't yeah. bring your fucked up ways to some other place you going to. That, yeah. No, don't do that. And if that's, that's what's happening, taking your fucked up mindsets and the way things have always gone in like your community or your country. And you're going to another place where you don't know anything about and trying to insert those ways and just to make somebody speak mm -hmm. that language. Well, y'all need you to speak English. Well, I need you to go back to where you come from, okay? Um, so it's just, you know, it's just, I don't know. I just feel like people, they need to take these glasses off and they need to see what's going on. Like, I don't know. I just feel, yeah, people are, I mean, I know we haven't talked too much about Puerto Rico, even though we, we, oh, we mentioned it, I mean, but people act like Puerto Rico is not a part of, part of the United States. I mean, I, 
I don't blame Puerto Ricans for not want to be a part of this. <laughs> I don't blame you. I really don't. I don't yeah. blame you at all if they don't want to be. I don't blame you. But that's not the point. They still are part of this country and they get treated like second class citizens. Yeah. And now the people are back over there and now they ain't got no power again. Okay. And I mean, I don't know what FEMA's doing or federal assistance happening, but the shit's slow. For somebody who went through Katrina, I know how these some of these things work. And hell, I'm here in the United States. So I can't imagine how things are going on right now in Puerto Rico. It's the same thing that happened five years ago with, with Maria. And people still haven't gotten right. Or the country itself still hasn't gotten right. And here they're back in the situation again. Yeah. I, I can't even, I don't even have the words when I think about Puerto Rico because as someone who you know who lives in the United States is Latina mm-hmm. and, and, and kind of you know you know and, and sees just the Latino community sort of the diversity of it all and understanding and how you know and, and I see Puerto Rico and, and I you know we consume so much of their their music of you know things and for for us who are here to not really even show care for people who are U.S. citizens like they are part of this country yeah like they are you know just just like you and I they have access to whatever we have access to they have you know all these things and it's like and for us as just citizens and community members to not lift up our voices more for Puerto Rico is is mind-boggling and I know it's immense to think oh what can I as an individual do what power do I have I was like there are so many ways like I was like, y'all, you can Google local organizations and you can donate. You can, you know, you can find the Puerto you, if you have a Puerto Rican community, you can go there and I'm sure someone will tell you. Someone will tell you. Someone will take your help. Whatever it is. And, and, and we'll tell you like our organists. And I think that's what's mind-boggling to me. And I think it, it speaks volumes as to what the United States has done to sort of ensure that we don't see Puerto Rico as part of the United States. Yes. Because mm-hmm. the United States government has done and the education, all of everything has done a great job to ensure that we don't see Puerto Rico as part of the United States. We see it as like some third world country somewhere else. Some people, I mean, some Americans think it's a country of its own. They really do. Oh, it's so... They're part of the United States. Yes, they are. They are. Because a lot of people didn't know. Like when it wasn't until I think mostly Hurricane Maria hit, that's when people started realizing, like, oh, our government has to actually do something because they they're just you know. Yeah. They're, I'm like, yeah, they do, and they're doing a crappy job of it, and they continue to do a crappy job of it. Like, and I think because I I saw a TikTok that really just hit. It didn't hit me, but it was just like, whoa, like, yeah, the, the, it was just a written sort of, you know, words and just like a paragraph written of someone just saying, you know, 
everybody that's on the mainland, you know, you are all, you know, uh, implicit to what's happening to Puerto Rico. Like you are all, you know, every U.S. citizen that's on the mainland, if you're not speaking up, then you are just uh, part of the problem. It's like, oh, part of the problem. I really felt that. I was like, and, 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 and but see, that's because you care. So you, you felt that in your bones, like, you know? I'm like, oh no, like, what can I do? I, I went, I was like, okay, I, there's a huge Puerto Rican community here. Let me, I'm sure one of the Puerto Rican organizations out here has a link for me to go donate. I don't know what I could do. But it, but it, it really just made me think of like how many of us are just, um, is it complicit or complacent? I, I always confuse this word. Don't ask me. It's one of us. Someone tell us. Because I can't be. I'll break it. Well, not, wait, you said incomplicit or incomplacent? Well, isn't it? Isn't it incomplacent? I oh, never mind. I know what you mean. Mm-hmm. Yes, I know what you're saying. We understand each other. We understand. We got it. Yeah. And I hope I hope y'all are listening. I hope people listening, watching it, especially if you've been watching it from the beginning, honey. You yes. you already know. You know. Oh, but but it really just kind of speaks volumes to it, and we're all part. And you know as big or as small as we can do and it's not just Puerto Rico it's any any country that goes through something because you know our country goes through things and people come and help us you know Mexico has come out and helped us you know when we don't hear about that too often people don't talk about that enough people conveniently forget they forget that other countries have to help us too you know and, and, and and it's just those things of like in any good relationship building, you have to just be respectful and mindful and everything. And I, and it's just, it just boggles my mind when I think about how we as Americans sometimes think of ourselves uh, in comparison to other countries and or you know and, and things like that and how. We sometimes feel entitled to things and and whatnot. And like I said, I'll throw myself in there because part of me is part of the problem. Like there are things in me, you know, like like it's just, you know, we all have to be mindful. We all sometimes have to catch ourselves like, whoa, like that's something I gotta sit with and Mm -hmm. figure out. But you know, I when you said, you know, gentrification is really just modern colonization it really is it's just colonization in a different name mm-hmm. and you know in, in modern times um and like I said I could be a gentrifier Martina could be a gentrifier you know it just you know and I think that's um I think that's the struggle particularly in Chicago when you think about how a Chicago is segregated we've talked about this before non-belief it's segregated yes. you know you know, and, and and I think that also causes issues when people are like, well, I want to move, want to move into Englewood. I want to move into Little Village. And it's another person of color, right? Mm-hmm. Who was trying, and there's this sort of like tension of like, well, no, this is, this is supposed to be a certain way. And only, you know, Puerto Ricans can live here. Only Mexicans can live here. Only, you know, Chinese can live here. Only South Asians. Like this really like, you know, only Blacks can live here, like, that's, and there's this really strong hold, so, and that's a whole other conversation for a whole other day, 
because I'm not expert on that. We might have to bring some people <laughs> to yeah. have that conversation that's around, a, that's a big one. you know, around just, you know, gentrification and segregation and sort of how that all kind of operates in itself. But, you know, to kind of think and sort of try to bring back to full circle, because I think we've gone on a few little... And this is probably quite a long video, but <laughs> that's okay. <laughs> but, you know, I, at the end of the day, I think Americans, I feel we just need to be much more cognizant of what our actions do and, and the impact that we can have uh, in, in, other, in other spaces. Uh, because, you know we we take with us all of the trauma that this country has inflicted on us all of the you know racist crap that has you know been a part of our history you know everything like we take that wherever we go um and the thing is it's really a lot of white americans who just continue to go to other countries and other spaces and bring with them their white privilege their white entitlement their their racist ways because you never really kind of unpacked all of that um and I think it's 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 just unfortunate to see other countries continue to be impacted by the United States of America not not so much on sort of our government but on a individual mm -hmm. person now like now it's individuals coming into your spaces and making problems and causing issues and and just it's unfortunate well i'll say I, you know i think we, we we've talked about woke being woke you know the wokeness that's happening and i think as much as people or being woke about the color of somebody's skin, somebody's sexual orientation and so forth. Be woke about these issues too. You need to be woke about these issues. Like be woke about what's like happening, could be happening maybe just a few blocks over from where you live. You know, mm -hmm. maybe maybe the next town over, uh, you know, and I just, you know, yeah, just care more about, you know, I know we all have our passion things that we care about, but you know, uh, I think this 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 is a real problem in in this country and beyond, and so just look beyond yourself and you know try to care about other people and realize you know because I always think you know you never know who you're gonna need in this world. My mom has always told me that you never know you yeah. never know who you're gonna need, um, and so I think that you know people turn their nose up and don't want to do this that and another. Think about who you might need in this world you know i think that's you know just uh important and uh yeah the people who are looking for ways to help puerto rico get on your google hell some of y'all might still use yahoo use yeah. that too use that too use whatever your, your uh search engine is and you can find ways to help um because you know like like you said listen i'm somebody will take you up on this offer whether it's donating or volunteering your time whatever um there are plenty of ways that people can help because they are a part of this country as well so yes yeah well i think that that brings us to our our close um this has been such a good conversation i yeah. mean 
if you've been with us from the beginning, you know, this is really how we started having these conversations and kind of rolling with it because these are the kind of conversations we should be having yeah. with our friends and uh, our family. So hopefully uh, you can take some of what we talked about today, bring it to your circle of friends, bring it to your you know, family. Some of them may choose to ignore you and yell at you or whatever. Uh, but you know, these are, these are topics that we should bring. If I happen to find some, some links where you can donate or, or just, you know, help, whether it's Puerto Rico or even, I know Mexico got, got hit with an earthquake. Obviously you could also help your local communities, look yeah. at your local food pantries, food banks, um, homeless shelters, uh, women's oh, shelters, yeah. just, you know, all these different things, you know, uh, you know, we can all play a small part in making our our community and, and our countries and even our world around us uh, a little better. Mm. Uh, so with that, I will say goodbye. We will see and talk to you next time. Make sure you're following us on, on social media so that you know when uh, our next episodes come live. Uh, but thank you for listening and until next time. Thank <laughs> you.